0: Hey, I'm the voice guy for the show Just Start. Born in 1970, I am a Gen Xer. And when you get to be our age, our bodies change. (laughs) Or (laughs) at, at least mine has. So to have a show like this is awesome. This is Just Start. Just Start helping Gen X live the health and fitness lifestyle for fat loss, mobility, and muscular development. You'll hear the incredible story of Coach Neil D. Having gone through just about every body type, he's now a trainer with incredible certifications. So no matter what fitness stage you're at, you're about to get real and raw info on how to change your life. Welcome to Just Start. Now your host... Me
1: D. Hey, so today I want to speak specifically to you guys who spend a lot of time in chairs, maybe at work or commuting. I want to give you a few tips on what you can do to improve your posture, your energy and your mental clarity. In years past, as a gym owner, I saw a lot of people come in with great intentions, begin an exercise program and disappear in a few weeks or sometimes even a few days. But there was also another group of people that regardless of the condition in which they walked in the door we more often able to adapt to the training programs pretty quickly sometimes and get good and sometimes great benefits and results. The big difference between the two groups were often the habits that were developed and maintained outside of the gym. So today we're going to talk about movement, one of those habits, movement, because if you want to gain speed in your training success, you need to start slow because slow is smooth. And smooth is fast, right? So, smooth becomes fast much quicker than going full tilt into a wall of pain and potential injury, especially if you're presently more sedentary than active right now. So, to prevent that wall from smacking you upside the head, we're gonna add you to the successful group. And to do that, we're gonna discuss some of the facts associated with lack of movement, and then we're gonna give you um, a look at and what you can do to start moving today, okay? Safely, no wall. In earlier episodes, we talked about the five baby steps in successfully preparing yourself to begin your fitness journey, which were one, nutritional awareness, two, breathing, three, hydration, four, walking, which we'll discuss today, and sleep, rest, and recovery, which will be around the corner. So I'm going to add some links to the topics already covered in the show notes for everybody interested in going back and checking those out. So now we've set the stage. Let's dive right away into why your comfy chair might be more of a frenemy than a friend. All right. So to understand the impact of sitting, let's take a look at the toll inflicted by sitting. First of all, prolonged sitting has been linked to a higher risk of heart disease, of diabetes, and obesity. Well, they sort of go hand in hand, right? Being sedentary, hand in hand with heart disease, diabetes, and obesity. Sure, I can can follow that. Now, there's a study published in the Annals of Internal Medicine that suggests that those who sit for long periods are at higher risks of earlier death. Uh, I'll put a link to that, but yeah, not good, right? But before death, you're going to have a whole bunch of other problems, right? And one of those things is going to be postural problems. So sitting for long periods can lead to slouching, which puts undue stress on the back and the shoulders, potentially leading to chronic issues. And um, here's three. Here's three of chronic issues that I see that are pretty common, okay? Okay. And they're frustrated by just like by 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 desk work, okay, sitting for a long period of time, forward head posture. This happens when your neck slants forward, placing the head in front of the shoulders. It's some kind, sometimes called a text neck or forward head, but it's common in people who frequently look down at their phones. Also, people who get really immersed into their work and they they gravitate, their eyes are you know, pulling them, their head towards the screen. And this posture leads to muscle strain, at least the disc herniations in your cervical spine, leads to pinched nerves. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's not fun. Right. Another thing that we see commonly enough is a, a little condition called rounded shoulders. This is where your shoulders, they come out in front. Okay. It follows the forward head. So you got this forward head. You got your, your shoulders rounded off in front. It's often called computer posture. Uh, This is when the shoulders roll forward. It's often accompanied, like I said, by the forward head, rounded upper back. It leads to muscle imbalances, it leads to shoulder pains, increased risk of shoulder injuries down the road. Not fun. You get nerve uh, pains and and issues from this. And last but not least, in my uh, three most wanted or least wanted, (laughs) I promise you three, here's the third anterior pelvic tilt. This is when the front of the pelvis drops. And the back of the pelvis rises so it's often caused by sitting too much and it can lead to lower back pain it's really common for lower back pain and increases stress on the hips and even issues with the knees and ankles i said i was going to talk about three conditions but there's a fourth that i really want to throw in there it's tight psoas so the psoas muscle it's a long muscle that runs on both sides of your lower spine and it connects through this through the pelvis and attaching to the top of your thigh bone. Think of it as uh, the bridge between your upper and lower body. Now, it plays a crucial role in actions like walking and running and even standing upright. Now, when you're sitting for extended periods of time, the psoas muscle is in a shortened position. And over time, this causes the muscle to adapt to this shortened length, making it tighter and less flexible. So a tight psoas is often what people will talk about when they say that they have a lower back pain. They'll talk about a lower back pain, hip discomfort, and even postural compensation as a result of this. And for men, well, for anybody in their 40s, 50s, who've been sitting around for a lot of time, and you have back pain, there's a very, very strong possibility that at least some of that back pain is being brought on by a tight psoas, right? Especially if you have a sedentary job, this becomes a significant issue and it affects a lot of people and it's going to affect your mobility and your overall well-being throughout your day, okay? Now, each of these postural problems that we discussed, um, they, they're like catalysts that can cause a cascade of, multi, of musculoskeletal issues. And fortunately, however, they're avoidable with a few tips that I have uh, for you towards the end of this podcast. Something else that's sitting around leading you to death is it's good for muscle atrophy, right? It's good for the lack of movement, contributes to muscle weakness. So it's really great for making you weak, uh, particularly in the legs and glutes and reducing your overall physical strength and stability. It's fantastic for that. So obviously we want to counter that. And guess what? Sitting around, sitting for long periods of time also contributes to mental fog. Anybody know what I mean? Mental fog. Reduced blood circulation from sitting can lead to decreased mental clarity, mental fog, which is going to affect your ability to focus and perform at work. Not good. We don't want this. We want to get rid of all of this. Okay. We want to live long. We want to be uh, mentally acute. So I hope you've never felt like a weak little shrimp hunched over in brain fog during a long session of desking. But now let's discuss some of the quick fixes to make sure that your sitting your next sitting session is less damaging to your posture than it's ever been before. Okay? So, let's discuss postural cues, okay? Some easy ways to improve your seated stance. We talked, about, uh, we talked about anterior pelvic tilt. We're going to start off with that, okay? Pelvic tilt, how to adjust your pelvis to align with your spine to create a solid sitting foundation and improve your overall posture, okay? It's going to go all the way up through your shoulders and your neck, okay? So, I want you to imagine that your pelvis is like a bowl of water, and if you tilt it too far forward or backward, you're going to spill that water. So, what you want to do is keep that bowl level so that the water stays put when you get this right it naturally helps the rest of your body like your back and your shoulders can also help alleviate that forward head stay by stay helping you to stay in a comfortable and healthy position so i want you to try to keep your bowl or your bucket nice and level while you're sitting or standing it's a simple trick but it makes a big difference for your posture Okay. second little tip I'm going to talk to you about is the shoulder blade squeeze. It's a straightforward exercise to improve your posture and strengthen the muscles between your shoulder blades. I'm going to give you a couple of simple cues to perform them correctly. Okay, so come back and reference this section often. Okay, so your starting position, your starting position could be either sitting or standing up straight. You want your arms by your side and make sure your feet are flat on the floor if you are sitting. Now you want your shoulders down. So before you start, you're going to roll your shoulders up, back, and then put them down, pull them down in a neutral position, almost as if you're trying to put your scapula in your back pockets. Okay, no strain there, but just, you know, a good neutral position. Now I want you to visualize or imagine that you have a pencil between your shoulder blades. Okay, so between your shoulder blades is a pencil or a ball or an orange, whatever. And your goal is to squeeze that object using your shoulder blades, okay? So, you're going to squeeze by slowly drawing your your shoulder blades together as if you're trying to squeeze that imaginary object, okay? That pencil or that orange ball, whatever. Keep your arms relaxed at your sides as you do this and put your hands on your hips, okay? So, hold and release. Hold the squeeze for about three to five seconds, you know, you're gonna feel the muscles between your shoulder blades con- uh, contracting. If it starts to cl- to cramp, don't be like freaked out or nothing. It's just your body saying, "Hey, I, I haven't done this before. What's up?" And then you're gonna slowly release them back to the starting position. And what I'd suggest is just maybe you know do like a set of ten to fifteen squeezes to start, and work your way up as you get as 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 you get stronger and you're more used to this. Okay. Just remember that, uh, yeah, you want to be smooth. You want to be it to be a controlled movement. So don't jerk or force your shoulder blades together. The goal is really to engage the muscles in a way that helps to counteract the forward shoulder posture that so many of us develop from sitting too much. This happens to me too. This can this happens to anybody that's in front of a screen screen for a long time. You know, it's not a question of like sitting perfectly all the time. It's just you know mitigating it and being conscious of it. Right. Now, there's something else I want to bring your attention to is something called the nine. 90- 90, 90 rule. Not the 90-90 exercise, but the 90-90 rule. So what you want to do is you want to aim to have both feet flat on the floor with a 90 degree angle at your knees and your hips. This is going to give you a solid base that's going to support good posture, and that good posture is going to help you to uh, keep your shoulders back. It's going to help you keep your, your pelvis at a correct angle, and it's going to keep your head you know, anatomically correct, as opposed to, you know, jutting out forward. And by the way, you know, like your head weighs a couple of pounds when it's positioned properly, when your joints are stacked and it's being held properly. When it's forward, it like, you know, increases up to like twice its normal weight. And that puts like a lot of strain. People actually have injured herniated discs in their cervical spine as a result of, you know, chronic forward head. So you don't want to go there. And the last tip I'm going to give you is simply your screen level. You want to have like eye level screen. So keeping your computer screen at eye level is going to help you to avoid from looking down or up. And, you know, that's going to help, you know, avoid a little bit of strain on your neck and your upper spine. So I hope these cues will help you to make friends with your chair in a healthier way. But sometimes you just need to stand up and shake it off. So let's talk about that now. OK, I think that standing up every Thirty minutes. So you're 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 there. I mean, listen. How many of us are in front of our, you know, computer screens for hour on end? Standing up every thirty minutes. Okay. Actually, I think there's even there's a study there's a study that found that standing up every thirty minutes can help offset the negative impacts of sitting. And I mean, why wouldn't it? Right. Um, there's a little um, eye strain. Um, exercise that I do myself is where I like every 20 minutes, I try to look 20 feet away for 20 seconds. And that's supposed to be really good for eye strain. So it only serves to make sense that doing something similar for the rest of your body would be a good thing. So standing up every 30 minutes, that can be a, that can be really good. So you set like a, you know, like a Pomodoro timer or something like that every 30 minutes, bang, stand up which brings me to my next point of standing desks. Now I own two standing desks. I own a, an elevating desk where the entire desk uh, elevates. And I also own a, another standing desk adapter, which goes on another desk and just like a portion of it moves. I love them both. I like the first one so much that it caught the eye of my wife who decided she wanted it. And then I lost it and I got myself another one. So yeah. Standing desks are awesome. So switching to a standing desk is like for me, for so many reasons, has been a big game changer for posture and overall health. Um, sometimes I feel in better mood. I feel better energy levels when I'm using it. Uh, it's a great alternative and it really, they're like pretty cheap now cause they're really popular. I'll put, I, I actually, I'll put links to the ones that I own myself and that I enjoy in the show notes. So, um, stretching, stretching. Okay. Here's another thing you can do, okay? When you when you stand up, get away from your desk for like, you know, your five-minute stint, or, you know, it can literally be like 30 seconds, you can just perform a few simple little stretches, you know, like a quad pull, maybe some arm stretches, some arm rotations. And it's gonna to help to really alleviate muscle tension. Now, my favorite, if uh, if you work with me, you know my favorite is gonna be the big stretch. Okay, it's a combination of a whole bunch of things. It's really simple to perform. The only thing with this is that it's gonna probably, if you're like you know dressed, you're gonna sort of like pull that a little bit out of the belt. But you know what? It's worth it. Who cares? It doesn't matter. I don't know. Go take a walk. Go to a hallway. Do it. It's gonna be awesome. And walking. Even a five-minute walk around the office, even a two-minute walk around the office can improve your mental clarity and your focus, okay? So get away from the desk. Every 30 minutes, take like 30 seconds, a minute, you know, just get out there, do something in a couple of minutes. And number five, hydrate. So use these breaks to uh, drink water, which you'll know from our last podcast is crucial for bodily functions and mental clarity so there you go stand up every 30 minutes standing desks for the win. stretch walk and hydrate so you've stood up done all these things stretched and maybe even took a quick walk but how does all this movement help clear up the mental fog well let's take a look at that all right so here we go with the mind body connection and how movement enhances mental clarity so first off we have an increased blood flow exercise increases blood flow to the brain, which enhances cognitive function, okay? There's endorphin release, which happens because physical activity releases endorphins, which act as natural mood lifters. Good, right? Reduce stress. Exercise has been shown to reduce levels of the body's stress hormones, such as adrenaline and cortisol, and also enhance creativity. So movement breaks really are Good. So movement breaks can actually stimulate creativity and problem solving skills. So yeah, when you've been sitting down for a while and you notice that your problem solving abilities seem to be a little bit dull, they need to be dusted off. Think about it. Think about getting up, walking around a bit, go hydrate, go stretch, you know, do those exercises that we discussed, you know, take a look at doing some shoulder blade squeezes, maybe, you know, like adjust your pelvic tilt. I mean, these are all good things, right? Get up, take a walk. So, we've covered a lot of ground from sitting to standing to mental clarity. Now, let's tie it all together with a few simple exercise cues to build a routine to help keep you moving. All right. So, first thing that we want to do is we want to look at consistency over intensity. Research shows that consistent, moderate exercise is a lot more beneficial long term than occasional intense exercise. Okay. And so basically what I'm saying here is that I'd rather see you do something a couple of times a week than do something all out and then not, you know, do anything else for like a couple of weeks or a month or something, you know, or maybe longer. And Incorporating strength training. Now you'll remember from one of the episodes we did recently when I think it was like the second one or something, we talked a lot about resistance training in there, give you a lot of cues there. Go back, check that one out if you want. But incorporating strength training. Now, even basic body weight exercises like push-ups, squats can make a significant difference in muscle tone and metabolic rate and the way you feel, your energy. Okay, all those good things reduce stress, endorphin release, okay? Clarity. Another cue for you is to set realistic goals. Now, having achievable targets keeps you motivated and it reduces the risk of burnout or injury because really at the end of the day, it's not as much about the destination in the beginning as it is the road traveled. And you want to make sure that the road traveled is as smooth as you can possibly make it, okay? So listening to Just Start, taking all these cues, doing all these little things to get you ready for you know a, a more comprehensive uh, fitness program, this is, this is fantastic. This is going to help you to smooth out that role. Okay. And of course, quality over quantity. So how is this different from consistency over intensity? Well, quality over quantity means what I want, what I want you to take away from that is that I'd rather do have you do 15 minutes of high quality exercise than 60 minutes of low quality exercise. As a matter of fact, I would rather you did five minutes of high quality exercise than you know any amount of low quality exercise. Why? And well wh- okay, what does high quality mean? It means that you're actually focusing on form, you're doing things properly, you're going slow, which is smooth, which is fast. Okay? Full circle there. Okay. All right, gents, we've talked the talk and now it's time to walk the walk. Even if it's just around the office or during a lunch break, your chair might be comfy, but remember, comfort zones rarely lead to growth or a healthy back. So I've included some of the references to scientific journals we've discussed, and I'll drop those in the show notes along with some links to some of the things that we've also mentioned. And the last piece of information that I want you to take away is that even small changes lead to big results. Till next time, train smart, eat smart, enjoy life. Talk soon
0: you've been listening to just start early in life neil d went from a skinny to a muscular physique when trends and lifestyle choices led him down a path of fat gain and lost motivation his determination to end the madness became a transformative system and a passion for helping gen x live the fitness lifestyle for fat loss mobility and muscular development we hope you liked the show if you did like rate and review For more info and to reach out to Coach Neil D. personally, find us on Facebook and Instagram. See you next time on Just Start.